0: Hi, it's Amelia and welcome back to the One Hope uh, podcast. It's so great to have you with us today as we hear from parents to parents about what holding on to the one hope of Jesus looks like in the home and particularly as we uh, go through this coronavirus period together. Uh, Today I'm joined by Tamara. Hi Tamara. So great to have you on today. Can you share with us a bit about you, uh, your family, where you're from, where you live? Um, well, I'm Tamara, and I'm married to Nick, who most of you would have seen
1: in the Hope Kids TV, reading yeah. his book. Um, and I have three kids. Um, Nate is five and has just started kindergarten. Um, Emily is three, and Alastair is two. Oh, they're so gorgeous. They're all Thank quite you. young. All quite young, and all quite close together. Yeah, I bet um, yeah, it's been a busy time during Corona been, for you. It has, been, it has been, but it's been nice. It
0: was nice to have everyone under the one roof again yeah yeah it's been a particularly unexpected time of time with family and at home which has been a great blessing in many ways yeah oh that's awesome well can you share with us a little bit what's life been looking like for you and your family during this time Uh, well yeah, there's been a lot of at home time. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: when you take away, not that we did heaps, um, but school drop offs and swimming lessons and dancing, they you know, mm. all eat into your week. So it was nice to strip back and um, yeah, we weren't late for anything. Yeah. Yet, which is nice with three nice kids. Nice surprise. I know, with three kids I have to buckle in and out. We're often late to places. Yeah. So it was nice not to be late to things. Um, yeah, so orig- like when it all initially started, it was quite hard because I'm really extreme on the extrovert end, so I was mm. missing my people. Um, yeah, but we got into some nice routines, which was really lovely, um, and really enjoyed not
0: having the rush. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You don't have to wake up early yeah. you know, to get your oldest to school. And- yes. Yeah, can relax throughout the day as so you do school at home. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's great. And, you know, it's been pretty cool with Hope that, you know, so much has continued online. Yes. So still getting to do the gathering, you know, whether in Hope group or um, mm. church on a Sunday, it's a great blessing. What about for your kids during this time? What's it looked like for them?
1: Um, so we were doing school at home with Nate, mm. um, and he loved it. He is a bit of a nerd, my eldest. <laughs> he, yeah. So his favorite time of the day was when he got to read the encyclopedia. Wow, <laughs> not joking. He loves school. So at he home. loves learning. He loves learning, and yeah. he really likes school at home. And I, yep. Yeah, so I had a quite an easy time homeschooling, mm. just in that I wasn't trying to work at the same time, and I had a very, um, other than writing, I had a very willing participant in yeah. his schooling. So that was lovely, um, and my. Younger two would often listen to the stories and then use that and go and play, mm. or um, Emily often just sat and did lots of things with Nate. We bought her a handwriting book so she could sit and do school. Yeah. Um, so she quite enjoyed getting the tag along with her older brother. Um, and I really found it nice to be able to have more time to be able to tailor um, particularly our Bible reading to each different age Um, so even though our kids are quite close in age um, they often can be quite um, differing where they are in being Mm. able to sit and listen and read so it's really nice to be able to actually have time and space um, with each of them
0: to be able to read or do things um, where they're at. Yeah yeah, that's great and for you and your family so We're obviously in the southwest of Sydney for anyone listening (laughs) at home who doesn't come along to Hope Church, Um, but you guys haven't always lived in the southwest. Um, When did you come to Hope and what did that look like for you and your family?
1: Uh, Well we joined Hope back when it was still unofficially meeting, Mm. back in the house over there. Um, So my husband Nick teaches at the local school and we decided that We wanted our lives to be a family mission Mm. um, and so we decided to move to the southwest Um, so we bought a place out here um, which then took a very long time to build so we (laughs) commuted to to and from the eastern suburbs for a while Um, and my kids referred to this as digger church back then because there was a digger in the car park. Always a digger on site here at Hope Church. Um, so they are very excited. The digger is back yeah. as we're looking at our new building. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's how we came to the Southwest. We had a few false
0: starts, but we are yeah. now here. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's great. We love having you here. And yeah, I remember talking with Nick. Um, we were working at the same school back then and hearing that you guys were really keen to uh, be planted in an area where you could, um, yeah, use your life and family and um, you know just even the everyday to be on mission mm. uh, with this one hope that we have in Jesus, which has been yeah such an encouragement to hear and yeah see you guys come down into this area. Um, yeah, during this time particularly, there's been I think lots of moments where God has been teaching us. Mm-hmm. Um, often, yeah, we learn more about ourselves, but um, yeah, we've had time to you know think and reflect and is there something that God has been teaching you particularly during this time? Yeah
1: I mean it's not something new so um, it's a lesson I have learnt many times, I'm clearly a slow learner um, but it was something particularly I held on to um, through my cancer journey Mm. so I suppose if there's people listening that don't know um, just after my youngest was born so nearly two years ago um i was diagnosed with lymphoma Mm. um so had to go through chemo and radio and all those kind of things um but during that time it was just really crucial to remember that god was in control um and that god loved me and that god Mm. was good um so that what was happening was good um and it wasn't necessarily enjoyable and it wouldn't be the path that i would have chosen but it was good and um god hadn't forgotten us and it was um yeah god was in control of it and god was good and that's been the same in covid mm. um i found particularly the changes and the unknowns and the toing and froing of will we go into lockdown won't we go into lockdown yeah. um will we you know will we come out of lockdown won't we come out of yeah. lockdown that anxiety can really um it's really easy for me to get lost in that anxiety but I need to stop and say actually no God is in control none of this is by accident mm. and God is good and God loves me and God loves my children way more than I do mm. um, and this is good for
0: them yeah wow, well, thank you for sharing I remember um, yeah back when you were going through um, that time of treatment hearing I guess your reflections and being so encouraged by um, yeah the way that through such a difficult time you had this um, confidence, um, knowing these truths that you're talking mm. about that God loves us and He cares for us, that meant that even in that difficulty you were able to uh, be confident um, yeah in the God who's in control and that was such a great encouragement. Mm. And so true yeah. that as we go through this time of uncertainty, not knowing what today or tomorrow or Mm. next week or stage four or five restrictions will bring, um, that we do follow a God who um, we can trust Mm. and is good and in control. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. What has that meant um, yeah, in the way that you and Nick love and and disciple your kids and even hold on to uh, this hope of Jesus in the home?
1: Yeah, I mean, for me personally, it's just been a real, um, cure is not the right word, but a real fix for my anxiety. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't mean I'm not still anxious, mm-hmm. and it doesn't mean I don't have to do this regularly throughout the day, but it's really just been a, when I'm anxious, this is where I need to mm-hmm. go. I need to turn back to the truth of scripture, um, and turn back to the truth that God has told us. Um, And so that flows out through my whole day with my kids. When Mm. I am parenting through fear and parenting out of anxiousness, I'm not loving my kids, I'm snappy and upset and I don't let them, you know, I don't parent them well, but when I go, actually no, God is in control, this is a good thing, I can lean into it and actually enjoy the time. Mm. Um, You know, it hasn't all been roses and (laughs) We live in a small townhouse with three very active children so there's been mess and chaos and, you know, tears because someone hit someone else and someone's, you know, all that lovely joy of family life with little kids. Um, But we can enjoy it and be rejoicing in it because God is good and Mm -hmm. this is what he wants for us now. And yeah, so let's let's go for it. Let's enjoy it.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And we can bring our anxieties to God um, because we know he's in control. Exactly. Um, Yeah, that's great. And I think particularly um, in a time like this, it can really heighten our anxieties. Yeah, we have real things to be anxious about. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. But even in those, we can yeah, bring them to a God who cares. Isn't that great? Yeah, so for you guys, what does it um, practically look like, I guess, to hold on to this uh, hope? So it's chaotic at home. You know, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Yep. Um, but, yeah, how do you guys go about even teaching your kids about Jesus and encouraging them? Uh, they're really young, but um, they have real and active faiths they in do. God. Yeah, so even just stepping back,
1: just decisions we've made, um have been really influenced by our faith and so even you know the fact that nick is teaching christian studies at a school um not you know he didn't try and get a job closer to the eastern suburbs so we could stay there he stayed in the southwest and we bought a smaller place so that our mortgage wasn't so big so that we could um, be generous and so i didn't have to go back to work i could be at home with our kids and then just day to day um, being intentional in the time we spend with them. So we, um, Nick does a time after bath but before bed where he reads them all a Bible story and then we sing the catechism song that Mm. we're doing for the week, um, which is a lot of fun (laughs) and often just crazy with three kids trying to make up actions and no one in our family can sing. Like we're all ridiculously (laughs) off tune. Um, but they enjoy it and it's amazing what they can soak in and Mm. these truths are so great. Um, yeah, so that's kind of one really formal time and then also I tried to start our homeschool day with a Bible story, Mm. um, and praying partly for me just so I could anchor myself and ground myself Mm. and go, this is what's most important. Um, it doesn't matter if we get to the end of the day and no mass has been done Yeah. Um, but it is most important that they've heard what God is saying to them mm. um, and then yeah it's often just incidental conversations with particularly the younger two um, you know we read Bible stories with them with different level Bibles and things like that But and we do a um, particularly with Emily, we do a it's called beginning with god it's a little mm. devotional over lunchtime and even alistair gets very upset if we doesn't think we are doing it <laughs> bible Bible. Oh, um but it's those are all great and mm. good but it's often particularly with the little guys the unstructured times of mm. so in our little cubby house the other day they found a caterpillar that was becoming a chrysalis so talking about how amazing god was that he made this mm whole process of a butterfly and how the caterpillar becomes a butterfly and just, I mean, when you stop and think about it, just the brilliance of God in that. Mm. Um, And just being able to express that to them. And you know, it's weird at first and it takes practice, but, and it sometimes still feels a little bit weird, but answering their questions with God involved. So, You know they'll see a tree and they'll be like oh that's a pretty tree and you know you just say well god made that tree mm. and you know things like they'll often ask why does you know this certain animal do this this way and it's like well that's how god made them um, and things like that and nate was doing a plant section for science so talking about all the different kinds of plants and the roots and things like that and you can just say, Well, isn't it amazing how God made all these things? Yeah. Um, and just peppering throughout the day, just reminders
0: that God is there and God is with them and things like that. Yeah, that's awesome. So taking those teachable moments because, you know, I guess as our kids grow you know we're teaching them about life and the world mm. and everything in it and as they go to school normally you know they're being taught all sorts of things which are so important and mm. valuable but um yeah isn't it the greatest gift that we can give Damn. our kids is to know jesus I really liked you talking about um bed bible bath is that kind of the pattern of you yeah. know in the nighttime is that you you know kind of make that a bit of a routine and, yeah and come to god's word together
1: yeah so it's always been our formal thing and we've always tried to really do all three kids together um, during that time as much as possible mm. um, so it's kind of that family devotional time where mm. we're all together as much as we can yeah and, you know great. someone's not screaming <laughs> yeah
0: or, yeah. <laughs> yeah taking those yeah. moments when you can isn't yeah, it? yeah
1: and it's just the consistency of it I think often you know mm. oh, I don't know about but I often had in my head that family devotional time would be this great time where everyone sits down and is quiet and listens and You know, there's often Alistair's off screaming because he's had enough, he wants to go to bed and someone might be pulling someone's hair and it's often not quiet or, you know, sitting quietly like my children just don't sit Mm. Um, but it's amazing over the consistency of doing it over time and, you know, Nate's now five, so five years of doing this the things he can bring out you know, he's learnt over this time. It's incredible and just, you know, I think often we let the perfect get in the way of the good Mm -hmm. um, and just, I had to let go of this picture that we'd have this lovely time and everyone would be behaving and no, that's not what life looks like with little kids or, you know, potentially even bigger kids. Um, Often it's noise and chaos and often it doesn't feel like anyone's listening or we're not getting anywhere and what's the point of this it's hard and Mm. but the fruits there and god doesn't let his word come back wasted Mm. Um, so just being consistent with it
0: yeah that's a great encouragement not to wait um for perfect because that will never come (laughs) but you know take those moments and Isn't it great that we have a God that meets us in our mess? We don't have to try and fix anything or clean the house before we can open God's word. But actually, um, he meets us where we're at. And that's the great beauty of Christ that... Um, yeah, he speaks to us through his word, and we can know him in that way. We were also talking about before, just kind of in the mornings, making it you know that priority to mm. you know kind of come together. And um, I think something I've been encouraged by during this time is that you know even if it's sluggishly, like bring yourself before God, and even mm. if it's if you have to come sluggishly and bring your kids along, you know pull them along sluggishly before God in His word. But actually, you know, it's His word that aligns our heart. Prepares us for the day, but also yeah prepares us for this life of living for him. Yeah, that's a great encouragement Yeah,
1: I think it's also I've also Been reminded of the importance of me personally being in the mm-hmm. Word um, It can be hard To find time and headspace and again you want it to be perfect, but sometimes you get five minutes between The chaos and you know you might start and then someone screams or yeah. but just the difference in my day and my heart attitude um you mm. know I yeah I am so sinful and then it is much better. I love my kids much better when mm. I've been
0: in the word. Yeah, with God. Mm. Yeah, that's great cuz it realigns our heart and I think you know that's such a you know a great moment. I think during COVID for all of us to stop and and i guess reconsider some of our you know patterns or, or mm. ways that we were going about things before but actually saying you know where some families are prioritising cooking or, you know, exercising or, um, you know, just getting through the day for some families. But actually, this is a great moment for us to strip back and say, well, what is it that's important in life? And, you Mm. know, here we want to say, well, it's actually Jesus. And it's, you know, both us coming before his word, but our kids um, as well. I've got one final question from what you were saying before. Mm. And you were talking about um, something called the catechism. I was wondering if you could share, you know, what is that? um, Uh, And what does that look like? for you
1: in your home. Yeah, so the series of question and answers that give truth. Um, and the we do something called the New City Catechism partly because it sets all the catechism questions to songs. Mm. Um, so my kids love that. Yeah,
0: that's awesome. So there's a catechism which is I guess for adults, so it's a series yeah, of truths. And finding out the truth through a question and answer. But there's also this kids one, which is called New City. So the New City Catechism, Catechism, and it's got an adult and a kids version. And there's lots
1: of different catechisms. Um, Yeah, we just like this one because it had the songs. Yeah. Um, And it just yeah teaches truths and. Yeah, my kids' minds are like sponges. It's amazing what they can soak up. So if I can fill them with these trees, mm. um, and it's surprisingly helpful for me too, I'll be doing something <laughs> and then suddenly I'll sing this little song and remember a truth of God, mm. um, which is really great.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's so awesome and... Um, For those at home, we're sending out um, a devotional list that, yeah, we'll include this that Tamara's been working on as well of thinking, you know, for different age group, what kind of devotionals can Mm. you be reading? But also, this is such a great tool. We know that kids remember uh, things, they soak it in and also through song. Mm. um, And isn't it great that we can, yeah, raise our children with these truths in their heart? That's great. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Before we go, though, we have one final question. Um, And that's, what's your one piece of wisdom uh, for those who are parents about holding on to the one hope of Jesus in the home?
1: I think my one piece is to remember that God is in control and that God is good and he loves your children more than you do.
0: Mm, That's awesome. Thank you so much for joining us today. Why don't I pray to finish this off? Uh, Father, we do thank you that you are good um, and that you are always in control and that you care for us. Uh, Father, you've shown us this uh, in sending your son who gave his life that we uh, might be forgiven and be given life in you. I uh, thank you that this is the hope that you've held out to us and that for those of us who are in, G- in Jesus, that um, yeah, this is the hope that um, anchors us, that steadies us, um, gives our life, our purpose and drive. And um, Father, thank you so much for Tamara and Nick and for their three little ones. Uh, Father, we praise you for the way that they um, teach uh, Jesus in their home through so many different ways. Do ask that you continue to sustain them through this time and their kids, that they might uh, continue to uh, put their love and faith in Jesus. and grow strong uh, roots of faith in their life that they might continue to serve Him for all of their days. Um, Father, I pray for all of us listening at home that, uh, yeah, you might be at work in our hearts, that we might continue on in faith, that we might... um, come to your word and rejoice in it, dwell in it, soak it in um, as it transforms us and, and gives us life through your son. And we pray, Lord, that not only would we be in your word, but that we would be people who uh, bring the word to our kids in our community, um, Lord, because we um, yeah, want to see your hope go out, not just here in the southwest, but all around the world. Um, Father, we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Tamara. And thank you guys for listening at home. Joining next week as we hear um, again what holding on to the one hope of Jesus looks like in the home.